You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. It's your boy Drake here, and I am joined by our resident gambling aficionado, our professional handicapper, the fullback himself, Mr. Danny Domino. Danny boy, what's up, beautiful? Happy Saturday, everybody. Happy Saturday. Hope uh, hope we got some good stuff going on today. So. We're going to keep the positivity flowing, the positive vibes only. We actually did we did pretty damn good overall last week, yeah. didn't we, Danny? I think, well, you were like 7-5 and five overall. I was 9-6. and six. Yeah, our, yeah. But most importantly, though, our bankroll builder hit. No, sorry, your bankroll builder hit. Bankroll. And the our double down was just 1-0. 1-0, perfect season, undefeated, never lost, never lost, <laughs> never lost. And also the one that you – Max and I agreed on since he minus four. That was just was never in doubt once the game started. That was just never in doubt when the game started. But now it's a new week. Now it's the two of us, thick boys here to thicken up your walks, folks. Thick so boys, thick walls. Thick boys, thick walls. Danny, where do we go to first today? I'm I'm gonna start out hot here. I'm starting with my bankroll builder. We're going to bowling green, Kentucky. And Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, plus nine. I believe they're pretty dang close to plus 300 right now. Plus 300? Ooh, okay. They beat Indiana by double digits. Not just beat Indiana. They beat Indiana. Got multiple reasons for this. A, their last game was against Army. I had them then. They didn't win, but they covered. They had a bye week. That's the big thing after playing a triple option. You don't want to play them next week. Legs are dead. It's a great uh, gambling strategy, by the way. Fade a team who just played a triple option team because all the cut blocks and everything. Okay. Indiana last week played Cincinnati. Indiana next week plays Penn State. I had this game circled on the calendar from the start. I don't think Michael Penix is good. He was good last year after he tore his ACL. He rushed back. He is not the same. Stephen Carr, the USC transfer, he's struggling. And I'll tell you what's not struggling. Western Kentucky's offense. These boys are going to be zipping. They've been around the offense coordinator, QB, and wide receivers. They all transferred together. It's 8 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Conference USA team hosts the Big Ten team. I think they give the fans a show. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers plus 300 is your bankroll builder for the week. Well, I will tell you, since right now we're recording this Thursday night, by the way, shout out to Max Moody. It is his birthday today. I know he's on the road shout right now. Max. And I, I do know that he's going to be having a wonderful, wonderful weekend, man. We love you, man. Happy birthday. You're getting old on us. You know, hey, we might need to get you a walker soon, an ARP card. I'll, I'll send you some cream of wheat, too, in the, uh, in the mail soon. But the one thing, Danny, I'm a little leery about riding with western kentucky primarily because we rode them what two weeks ago yeah we did and what happened there danny they covered they covered not win they did not win outright but that's one of those things when i say my bankroll builder i also suggest taking the points because obviously if i think 
they're going to win outright, you know, give yourself a little cushion. But I understand where you're coming from. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give them a chance again. I will ride with you with Western Kentucky. I, right now I'm looking at it at Thursday night. It's a plus nine. I'm going to take the plus nine. And then take the money line. Right now it's a plus 285. I'm going to give them a second chance. I believe in second chances. But if they fool me once, shame on, shame on you. They fool me twice. You fool me, can't get fooled again. George W. Bush, 2003. <laughs> But we will ride Western Kentucky with the points and the money line as your bank role builder. Now, Daniel, Danny boy, Daniel, 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 where is the next place we're going to go on your card? I'm going to go to another big game. It starts at noon, so I want to get it in there early. I think I saw your eyes light up. I think you know where I'm going here. I do. I'm I'm going to Chicago. Soldier Field. And I'm taking Wisconsin anything under seven points. I think Wisconsin is a dang good football team. I think they should have beat Penn State. And I think Penn State's a dang good football team. Um, Their defense is legit. And as much as I wanted Notre Dame to be an elite team this year after I saw them against Florida State week one, I watched them almost lose to Toledo week two, and I watched them should have – they covered. They shouldn't have against Purdue. And Wisconsin's much better than any of those teams. It's a neutral site game. I just – I'm on the Badgers big. I, when Dave said it earlier in the week that he loved Notre Dame, just made me feel that much better about it. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> but um, – but what are your thoughts on this one? Because I know I know they're a little different, I believe. Yeah, I'm not I'm not riding with Wisconsin in any shape or form. I think I've been hanging out with Dave a little bit too much, starting to believe the fact that Wisconsin is just not a good football team at all whatsoever. I was a huge fan of Grammars coming into the year, actually. So much so that I actually took them the first week against Penn State. But then after discussing with you and Max, I went the other side and thankfully so won me some money. You know how many touchdowns Graham Mertz has over the year? I'll set the over-under at two and a half. Graham Mertz has zero touchdowns after two games. Settle touchdowns to two picks and a QBR that is a 2-4.9, 111th right now in the country. Now, now are you going to put into context those two interceptions? Those two interceptions were at the end of the Penn State game when he had to take shots deep. So I don't know if I consider that bad interceptions okay you know what that's fair that's fair but touchdowns though i can't say anything about that yeah i'm about to say the fact that you played eastern michigan the week after that and you still have any touchdowns is a cause for concern for me the wisconsin defense is pretty good the wisconsin offense is borderline awful but yeah with notre dame they haven't played that well at all i mean they barely beat us and look how we've turned out over the past few years few games they took them a last second, like, you know, miracle, not miracle, but like some gutsy play at the end by Jack Cohn, who popped his finger back in to beat Toledo. But then they beat and covered Purdue. Now, I know it's a neutral site over, you know, Chicago was a soldier field with Wisconsin and Notre Dame. So it's going to be evenly. There's no home field advantage there, but I am taking Notre Dame up at six and a half. And I'm also since, as you can tell by Danny and I, we both think these offenses are not that great. So I'll also be taking the, the under. 
I'm also going to ride on the under as well at 45. I took it at 46 and a half actually earlier on Sunday. I know that's really, really low. So folks take, if you want to ride with Danny, take him at Wisconsin plus six and a half as it is recording. If you want to ride with me, take my six and a half for Notre Dame and the under at 45 as the boys odds are at odds. Now, Danny, what's the, uh, what's the next one of your card? I'm, uh, I'm going to keep it in the big 10 here. And this is a, Trap play the whole way, and every person I see is going against it. I'm taking him. I believe in Mel Tucker. I think he's got something going up there at East Lansing. He brought in a lot of transfers. Uh, I'm riding Michigan State minus five against Nebraska. Michigan State, everyone's going to say they're one in 12 against the spread in their last 13 at home as the favorite. They've lost, I think, five or six of them outright. Yep, six. But it's a different coaching staff there. You know, Mel Tucker wasn't there for the last 13 home games. But I do know it's still Scott Frost. I know it's still Adrian Martinez. I know they're probably feeling themselves after that Oklahoma game. I don't think Oklahoma is as good as everyone thinks they are. I think it's a trap line where everyone's saying, why is Michigan State only? I believe it's between five and six. Uh, and I'm taking it. It's sort of like Liberty a couple weeks ago. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna overlook a line that I think is, is too juicy. So I'm on Michigan State. Go Sparty. Let's see what happens. This is a game I actually do not want to touch, and it's mainly because I have bought into the hype of basically saying like Michigan State might be a huge letdown coming down from them. And trust me, when a bunch of Northern boys go down south Florida and then leave, playing at noon. In, a, in the human environment, takes a lot out of you, and those aches and pains take a little longer to go away than most likely. And with Nebraska, I do – with your analysis with Scott Frost being Scott Frost and Adrian Martinez being Adrian Martinez, I don't see, like, value personally for me in e- either spot. And I took Michigan State three separate ways last week. Yeah, so no, this So this to me is, is personally, like, a, a t- not even touch them. For the total – yeah, if it's a 52, I'm leaning towards taking that if it goes up to 53.5 or 53 by kickoff. So, folks, if you want to ride with Danny, take Michigan State at minus five out of this recording. And actually, no, screw it. I will take the under at 52 for Michigan State Nebraska for this game, and I will take it down to 51.5. I do got one more regular pick, and this actually isn't a regular pick because I think we're shouting out here. Drake and Danny double down. Um, I'm going UNC. You're going UNC. We're going UNC together. It's Georgia Tech. Jeff Collins, I think, has that program headed in the right direction. But Mac Brown knows how to win. UNC knows they have to run the table after that disappointing loss to Vault Tech if they want a chance in the ACC championship game. I can't see them getting tripped up here. And I cannot see Georgia Tech being able to Score with them. I think the line's a little deflated from the Georgia Tech-Clemson game last week. But that's also Clemson can't score, so it doesn't matter. Oh, I absolutely love UNC minus 12 and a half. You're right. This is the Drake and Danny double down of the freaking weekend. My thing with North Carolina, their run defense, actually, it is pretty poor. And that scares me with, you know, baby Dalvin over at Georgia Tech with Jameer Gibbs. But my thing is with Georgia Tech, they – lost an absolute heartbreaker to Clemson because they could have easily won that game. They were, I think, what, an inside the five 
down by eight points. Something like that. It's really hard to mentally come from that, pick yourself up, and look forward to the next week. Now, look at the opposite with North Carolina. They just put up an absolute offensive display against UVA. They were scoring 59 points. I think Sam Al had 115 yards rushing, I think 300 yards passing. That offense is finally becoming the team, like you said, that we thought, you know, coming into the year, they would be a dynamic offense. And to me, Georgia Tech, like, they, they're, they're not going to be able to keep up with them. They don't, have the, they don't have the horses. Jordan Yates is still the quarterback. He's not particularly that great. Jefferson's is still out. That defense is still pretty poor. And they probably played the best game of their life last weekend. It's not going to happen again. So, yeah, UNC minus 12 and a half, I think, is the best lock of the week in our double down. And UNC had such a big second half against Virginia last week. I think it's – I think we're looking at the exact opposites. They were down at halftime, came back and won the game by 20 to Virginia. They're feeling good. Georgia Tech had a chance to make national headlines. Didn't do it. They're coming down. I think it's a high low. I don't think this game's close. It's going to be a very – it's a very emotional game for each team, and they're just basically, like you're saying, at the opposite end of the spectrum. So, folks, ride with Danny and I. Ride the double down. North Carolina minus 12 and a half is the pick for this, folks. All right, Danny. I think I hear some dogs barking. You know what time it is. You know what time it is, then. It's super dog time. Yeah, I'm, this sort of ties into my Nebraska take earlier where I don't think Oklahoma is that good. Um, I'm on West Virginia, the Mountaineers here, plus 17. It's a 7.30 kick in Norman, 6.30 local time. Uh, this West Virginia team, as I said on the podcast last week, I was at the game between Vautech. I don't think Vautech's that great, but I think West Virginia showed me a lot. Um, that defense is legit. It's swarming. I think they build up some confidence. I wouldn't be surprised to see WVU winning at halftime. I wouldn't be surprised to see West Virginia pull this out. Oklahoma's a historically bad team as more than a two-touchdown favorite. They have eight losses in the past – last like 70 times they've been favored by more than two touchdowns. The next three closest teams combined don't even have that. Um, they struggle big. They're public darling like they always are. They struggled against Nebraska. They struggled against Tulane, and both those were in Norman. I think the Mountaineers have a legit shot to pull the outright upset, but I absolutely love them plus 17. So I'm really, really torn in this game, actually, mainly because I think that Oklahoma, if you've noticed, they're taking a lot fewer deep shots this year. I don't know whether it's personnel. I don't know whether Lincoln Riley is trying to be a little more cuter, but their deep shots have dropped down significantly to the point where you're kind of limiting Spencer Rattler, who has actually a really, really damn good arm, and you, you, they are relegating him to short and intermediate throws, which leaves their offense a lot, a lot to be desired, and that, that's kind of why you don't see these explosive plays that we're accustomed to. But also, West Virginia is terrible on the road, and we're trendsetters here. We love trends. I got a few spicy ones for you here that might also change your mind about your pick. Okay. The under after an ATS win for West Virginia is four. Now the under on the road for West Virginia after a win is six and oh, the under is 10 and one on the road as an underdog. When they play a team on the, when they play a team with a winning record, the under is eight and two. And in their last 12 Big 12 games, the under is 10-2. and two. 
So that's does, I really wish I'd have known that before you dropped that knowledge bomb on me. And that's a low total for Oklahoma, 55 and a half. I'm still sticking with the Mountaineers. <laughs> doesn't scare me. It doesn't I'm a, scare I'm, you. I'm, I'm a Mountaineer. I was thinking about wearing one of those uh, raccoon hats on my head, you know, getting a rifle and, and seeing what I can do. But, no, I'm, a, I'm on board. I'm Mountaineers. However, it sounds like, are you on anything in this? Or Yeah, I'm taking the under I, I, as from all the stats I just I pulled up. You had a hunt. I actually – I took it earlier in the week at 57 and a half. Uh, I took that under, locked it in, and then now it's a 56. I might take it again right now as I look at the book. And, yeah, I'm actually also – I'm going to take Oklahoma minus 17. I'm going to go against you on this one. I really think okay. that this potentially – I'm not saying that Spencer Adler and the offense are going to click, but I'm thinking on Jared Dwegge and Neil Brown not being able to score away from home. There's, some, there's a certain thing, you know, with home cooking, you know what I'm saying? So. I'm going to go Oklahoma my 17, take the under 56. And Mr. Danny's domino is at West Virginia plus 17. It's a lot of points. So, folks, make your choice and make your bets. Now, Danny, before we let the people go off on their merry way, I think it's about time that we do a segment that we tried last week, but we cut it out because my dumbass picks, four out of the six of them were Friday games and Friday bets. <laughs> so... This week, we're gonna sh- I'm going to put you on a quick draw. You have right. one minute, one minute to give me six shots from the hit with your six shooter picks. Ready, set, go. Starting off with UTSA Roadrunners plus three at Memphis. Last week, I said Memphis is good at home. Well, I'm changing my mind. They're losing at home. That's that. Northwestern, I bought it down to minus 14 at minus 120. And inside source is telling me three of the five starting linemen for the Bobcats are out. Give me Northwestern in a big-time win. Uh, Missouri traveling up to Boston to take on Boston College. I love them on the money line, minus 125. I just don't know if Boston College can score with them with Yurkovich being out. I'm also on SMU plus nine and a half. If you feel a little spicy, sprinkle some on that money line against TCU. I think SMU is the real deal. Washington minus seven. Cal is the opposite of SMU, and they are not the real deal. Uh, I think Washington blows this game out. I don't even think it's close. Um, Then my last one, last shot in the six-cylinder, we got Iowa State Baylor under 47 and a half. I'd be surprised if either one of these teams gets over 24. 24-21 24-21 equals 45. That's under 47 and a half. What was the time? One minute and 16 seconds. You got to go look quicker than that, my guy. You got to go look quicker than that. I get excited, and I just, I just start talking. Hey, listen, and trust talking. I'm friends with Max, man. He's friends with me. All we do is talk. <laughs> but I'm going to return fire here really, really quick. Let me know when you got the timer on, Dave, for me to return fire. All right, Drake. All right, folks, take Mississippi State plus two and a half. I think this will be the game that definitely shows that after a letdown against Memphis, I and after last year's occurrence, Mike Leach is definitely a better coach than Coach O. Take Mississippi State plus two and a half. Then also, I'm riding with Danny. I'm taking SMU plus nine. Tanner Mordecai is a much better quarterback. And honestly, take the money line. It's a rivalry game. SMU is going to win. TCU hasn't been good since, like, what, 2015, 2016? 
Then I'm going to say Maryland minus 14 and a half. I think Maryland actually is a great, great team. Talia Tungavaloa is actually a very good quarterback. I think he has the, I think he's the best offensive quarterback in the Big Ten. So take Maryland minus 14 and a half. Hot take. Take, yeah. Take Louisville FSU over 61 and a half. I think there will be no defense played in this game whatsoever. I know our offense looks like crap, but frankly, I don't give a damn because both of our defenses are not good at all. Also, Take Wyoming, minus 30. I think UConn is terrible. UConn can't score. I think they got real lucky against an Army. An Army, for some reason, just let their, foot, let their foot off the gas. And then we got two more. Take the Rutgers-Michigan under at 49.5. I think that Michigan's defense is good. Rutgers' defense is good. Rutgers has no offense. So I would expect this to be a maybe like a 35-10 to 10 type of game. That's the under. That worked for me. And lastly, take Stanford, plus 4.5 against UCLA. And sprinkle the money line. I think UCLA, after losing to Fresno State, they're out. They're done. And Stanford might actually be pretty good. Danny, how'd I do? Well, you're right about a minute 30. But me sound a little better. But I like the picks. I love the Wyoming. I'm on the fade UConn train. Um, That is a bad football team, man. But other than that, I love the picks. Except Thanks, I'm on I'm on the Florida State Louisville under, just you piece I think, of shit. <laughs> I think Florida State's actually going to try to run the ball, and then at the end of the game, it's going to be 49 to seven Louisville, which is 56 points, which is under 61 and a half. I just have no faith in this coach and staff, man. I don't think they can score. Well, you know I've what, Danny? Enough. You know, Danny, I don't either, but I have to hold on to something. So, Dan, now that we listen to those people off on their merry way, where can they find you at? My regular Twitter, at 18 underscore Wheeler, W-H-E-E-E-L-E-R. Or you can follow me on Freight Out of Vegas for my gambling picks. That's at F-R-8, Out of Vegas. Um, follow me on there. I post my Action Network picks on there and everything like that. So, if you feel like some bad corny tweets, those are the spots to find them. I wish I had known the action network because I have it too. I would be following you so I know what your picks are because right now I'm sweating this uh, this sweating this Marshall App State under and right now that's not going to hit and I would have loved to know that earlier you would have picked that. So folks, I got a better friend because I don't have good friends at all like Danny over here. But Danny, thank you so much for coming by, man. It's hey, always a blast having you on here. Having me on, always a fun time. Oh, it's a great time, man. You know we love having you on and folks. Hopefully, you know our picks, you know, go the right way because last week was good. The week before. Not so great, but the week Week before that was great. So hopefully now we're getting ready to hit our stride. We see the board clearly. Our darts are hitting. Our Dane's dominoes are falling into place. Folks, I'm Drake. That was Danny. We'll see you on Monday. Another edition of Locked on Seminoles. Go Noles.